what day was it? I think it was Tuesday. Um, I'd stayed a little late from work, like I'd gotten caught up in a conversation, so I left work a little later than usual. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving my normal route home, going down Main Street, yes, Fergus, okay. and City Bakery is on Main Street, Fergus. And sometimes I see this guy in like the white chef's coat come out with a box and like give it to random people waiting at the red light for like the main intersection. Cool. So on Tuesday, I got the random act of donut. Woo! It was so great. So I got five donuts. Nice. But I Skyped yeah. with my sister. Mm-hmm. And so my niece, who's three, mm-hmm. I tell her about it. I'm like, look at what's something cool that happened to me today. And she was like, whoa. And then, like, we counted them. Like, I tried to make it educational. And then put them away. And then she's like, can I see the donuts again? <laughs> so she asked that, like, three or four times. Smart girl. I know. She knows what's and then important. She would be like, eat one. Because <laughs> there were little, like, M&M candies on one uh, of the donuts. Sure. She was like, eat one. And then she would tell me which color to eat. It was, it was great. My I'm lady. Like, I am, like, willingly blind to this. This is probably not good for really. But yeah, it's good well. ant life. Let her boss you around. She's going <laughs> to boss that little brother around. So she mm-hmm. might as well practice on you. Now showing the All My Movies podcast. Please silence your cell phones and enjoy the show. Hello! Hello! <laughs> this is the All My Movies podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Erin. And I'm Mary. And today we are talking about Miss Congeniality, the classic from the year 2000. Such a good movie. So good. So I hadn't seen it in a while. Mm-hmm. So, Same here. So watching it, I it, it's super funny. There's there's a couple parts where I like cringe and like literally I didn't really want to. I can't at the end. I can't really watch the end because it's too. I can't handle it. But, um, which when Miss Rhode Island, her face is so good. Oh, I I, I struggle. Heather I, Burns is like so underrated. I feel she's, she's amazing. So funny. That's her name, right? Oh, I didn't I, just make up her name. No, I think right that's now. her name. <laughs> I feel like probably one of Sandy's more popular ones, I would say. I think so. Because it's one of those, like, entertainment channels, movies we love. So yeah. it's, like, it's on TV. It's, it's on cable a it's lot. on a lot. Yeah. So why don't we just play the trailer? <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Special Agent Gracie Hart is going undercover. I'm an FBI agent, all right? I'm not a performing monkey in heels. She's trading her badge for a bikini. I'm not going to parade around in a swimsuit like some airhead bimbo... And her gun for a gown. What now, Ahmed Carl? But nobody said she had to like it. Smile. I would so love to hurt you right now. Miss Congeniality. Okay, you want to give us a little Twitter summary? Here we go, here we go. So, 140 characters or less. Sandy is a New York City FBI agent who messes up. She goes undercover as a contestant in the Miss United States pageant. It's a scholarship program. <laughs> <laughs> we should have counted how many times they said that. Oh, so many times. So many times. And, okay, like, I get it. Like, it's a scholarship program. And, like, at the end when there's, like, oh, by the way, Miss Rhode Island, they announce her as, like, she's getting her degree in nuclear fission. I know. <laughs> um, these girls look too old to be in college. Yeah. Sorry. Maybe graduate school? Maybe. I don't know. I guess I, I didn't look up the like 
qualifications. Rules and regulations for Miss United States pageant. I'm trying to remember the first time I watched it, but I can't. I I know. It's, like, too far back. It's like so bad at remembering that. Have I not always watched this movie? (laughs) But I'm sure there was a time, because in 2000, I I wasn't quite old enough. Like, maybe my sister was watching it with her friends, but I would have been, like, banished from the room kind of movie. Like, that one... um, Runaway Bride was one I remember where, like, I couldn't watch it. They were, like, they made me do earmuffs or something. Oh, that's so funny. So I don't know when I watched it, but I've, like, I watched it a, I, I own it, and I've had mm-hmm. it for a while. Okay. So I've watched it. Like, I remember watching it in college. I'm like, sure I, it's did. the kind of thing I can put on, and, like, I don't necessarily have to look at it, but because right, I know most know of the lines. So well. Yeah. And you just run in for your favorite parts. <gasps> yeah. Be the crown. You are the crown. Yes. Wear the crown. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm gliding here. Oh, so funny. Yeah, I like that. And I like the makeover part when they're, another two coats and then seal it. Mm-hmm. So then, funny. So much fun in my hair. I'm getting HBO. <laughs> uh, so the box office. So this came yes. out December 22nd. Oh, Christmas. Two, yes, 2000. Uh, budget? 45 mil? Yes. I looked it up. Oh, <laughs> I was like, just amazing. No, I wanted to. Um, You're the worst. I forget. I was just looking at IMDb at like the actors, I don't and care. then I was I trying don't to find hear your stunt excuses. double. All right, fine. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, the budget was forty-five million dollars. I don't know what it was up against. Oh, do you want to guess what Is position good stuff? it debuted at? Uh, second. No. First. No. Oh. Fifth. It was oh man! Fifth. Well, it I debuted guess... at number five. Um, it made just over ten million dollars the first weekend. Do you want to take a guess at what was number one? It was also a new movie that week. Wilson. Lord of the Rings. Wilson. No, uh, Castaway. Yeah, which I do remember just on seeing. TV. I saw Castaway. I remember seeing it with my parents in the theater. In we theaters. Went to... What's Whoa, that, girl? Isn't that isn't that PG thirteen? I would have been. Really. I would have been like in the seventh grade. Oh, yeah. Never mind. I'm 12. You're 13. You're fine. I'm cool. And I was with my parents. Right. I do remember saying that. Uh, okay. So, Castaway was number one. What Women Want uh, was number Mel Gibson. two. Mel Gibson. Yes. So, you had Tom Hanks, Mel Gibson. That's right. Uh, number three Is was... Helen Hunt in both of those? Just to spice things up a little bit. Because she's in Castaway. She's a love interest. Yeah. Uh, Helen Hunt. Wow, yeah. Helen Hunt, December two thousand, sweeping the box office. Go, girl. Uh, and the number three was How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> That's Helen Hunt too, right? Just kidding. I don't believe so. Go Is that Jim the Carrey one and a dog. with Jim Carrey and then the Faith Hill song? Yes, Christmas. The- yeah, where are you, Christmas? Where are you, Christmas? There you go. I was gonna say, do they know it's Christmas? But that something else. Uh, and then number four was. Family Man, which I do believe is a Nick Cage movie. Overall, it made $106 million. Nice. So, I mean, which is great. You're one in a million. (laughs) All right, all right. Um, So, I mean, I suppose it just, I think it was one of those movies that as more people went and saw it, they go, oh, so funny, you gotta go see it. So, over time, it just built up Mm -hmm. the monies. Um, So, in the span of Sandy's career, this was in 2000, this was one of four movies that she made in 2000. It was oh, the last yeah, one on the list. Year. She'd already made uh, Gun Shy and 28 Days, both ones mm. that we've reviewed. So the other one she made was like Lisa Picard is famous, where she plays herself. So 
So I, oh I, yeah, I, I like I read is. about that one, but I've never yeah. seen it. So this was uh, after Forces of Nature, which she did in 1999, uh, but before Murder by Numbers. That was the next one that she did in 2002. Okay. Uh, and then I just looked up, like, uh, you know, uh, Benjamin Bratt, just to see what he had been. He had been in, like, a mm-hmm. ton of stuff, but nothing, like, I don't think he, and stuff that we had heard of, but, like, nothing that had significant, like, where he was the significant lead in it, I don't think. Um, he was in Demolition Man in 1993 with Sandra, so this is their second movie together. Ooh. And, uh, and then he was the voice of El Macho in Despicable Me Too. Also in this movie, Michael Caine, Marco yeah. Caine. Uh, Candace Bergen, mm-hmm. William Shatner, mm-hmm. so Heather Burns from uh, Two Weeks Notice, uh-huh. your favorite best friend in mine. <laughs> so let's do the plot of this movie. It is This is mm-hmm. one of the ones that actually has some plot to it, I would say. I yes. mean, most of it is, is silly goofiness and gags and mm-hmm. hilarity. Um, and maybe a few plot holes if you think a little too hard. No, don't think about it. I didn't <laughs> I didn't see. I, okay, the one plot hole, should we point this out now, I feel like is, I don't feel mm-hmm. that Frank, disgusting, perverted Frank, yeah. is smart enough to build a bomb, which is what we see him doing, oh. like, in the little snippets. I thought he was just programming a bomb in that one scene with the car and the mannequin. Well, yeah, he, like, tests it. Right. But in previous scenes, but in he's previous building scene, it? You see him, like, cutting the C4, and he's oh. got a little microscope thingy. Unless it was supposed to be Kathy doing it. But Could still, have been. I feel like, and they try to make Frank sound like this bad guy, but a weapons charge and building a bomb, not the same thing. No. So that was when I was like, you don't know about me. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of, like, how the FBI operates. Like, if they arrest one person, but they already have this letter regarding the Miss United States pageants, why would you leave? Like, yeah, I don't think he would leave. You've already invested so much into it. You have one more day. Yeah, I think they like, could have stayed. But I, I also feel like, you know, the, the they get Sandra into the pageant because Miss mm-hmm. Jersey had a little um, interesting was, film release. Yes. And so, so Sandy gets to go in instead. But then, like, wouldn't her, like, second runner-up be like, what the heck? You know what I mean? Like, the actual totally, yeah. runner-up? I feel like there would have been a little... Kickback. ...protest mm-hmm. there. Uh, so, uh, but, you know, guys... Great movie. <laughs> Don't think about this. This is just... Uh, just let watch. It also makes me, again, want to eat donuts, because there's donuts, like... Yeah, and pizza and beer. So if you just ignore the plot holes and just kind yeah. of, uh, you know, enjoy. It's just a funny, silly, goofy movie. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing starts, Sandra's an FBI agent, mm-hmm. and they're at a stakeout looking at the mm-hmm. Russian mafia-ish bad guys. Yep. And, I think uh, it sounds like there's, like, Sandy's in the restaurant with a yes. book that has a camera in it, yeah. and she's kind of scoping out, waiting for them to do the exchange for, like, money for computer disks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what you were picking up on? Yes, that is exactly what happened. So they had to wait for the confirmation of the disk, mm-hmm. and then they were all going to move in. So they see the disk, um, they get up, everyone's pointing the guns. Also, mm-hmm. I don't know, does the FBI, would they have shotguns? Like, Eric has a shotgun, and I'm just like, I feel like that's odd, but whatever. Not what, um... Not a hunter. I don't know much about guns. Shotgun. The big ones. The tiny. Oh, the big one? This is like a handgun. 
And then... Yeah, he had, like, a shotgun that he pulled out of that box. And the other one had more, like, rifles. But this yeah. was, like... I was like, I don't think you would have Why that. wouldn't you just have, like, the... Pistol? Is this a pistol? Pistol. A handgun. <laughs> you could say handgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Interesting. More power? I don't... Whatever. Because that's just the same he has. Anywho. So mm-hmm. then the mob boss is like, oh, you don't have nothing. And is, like, eating food. Yeah. And then he starts choking. And then they're like, no, just hold. He's still armed. Like, don't yeah. move. But Sandy's like, no, he's not going to die. It's too good for him. Uh, mm-hmm. So she goes and does the Heimlich. But then while he, she's doing that, before she can get the cuffs on him, he grabs a knife and threatens to slash her throat. Mm-hmm. Um, but she gets out of it. But during the scuffle, he shoot, someone shoots one of the cops. Um, FBI agents. Excuse me. I'm sorry. It's federal agents. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should I should be better at that. They're not cops. They're federal agents. I do yeah. watch NCIS. I do know stuff. <laughs> Good. Are they in AFBI? I thought that was like a different thing. No, they're not in the FBI, but they're still oh, okay. federal agents. Okay. Um, All right. Because they work for the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naval investigators. Because mm. uh, they remember they bust down the door, they go, federal agents! <laughs> uh, so everyone's okay. Like, they get, they, they end up, they do a little chase, catch the bad guys, the guy yep. is shot, Sandra is basically in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, for for disobeying orders and going yep. to help him. Sandy, the next day at work, Sandy's in trouble. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, you're on desk duty. You're going to do paperwork. Yeah, because what was it? Just, like, not following orders. Yeah, because she'd been orders, ordered to. And, and her one of the officers got shot. And then um, there's going to be a review board in, like, two weeks. They've already got the date set, apparently. So she's stuck on desk duty. But they'd just gotten a letter in. From the citizen, mm-hmm. who is like this serial bomber. I don't know what his bad name is. Bad guy. Bad serial boner, bad guy. Bad guy. Unibomber mm-hmm. type stuff. Yep. So he sends in this letter and it's always like, um, it's in English, but it's like coded. So you it's have like to figure cryptic. out the clues. Yeah. Riddle. It's a riddle. Yeah. It's a riddle. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure it out. So um, Benjamin Bratt's character, he gets put as the lead for the investigation. So it's like a big deal for him because I think this is probably his first time as like a head of an operation. Seems like it anyway. Mm-hmm. So he puts together a team and they start talking, discussing things. I really enjoyed the part where they're having a meeting and he's like, so what should we do? And then Sandy says something and he's like, yeah, yeah, and let's do that. But yeah, he like I claims it that. as his own. Yeah, it's funny. It's like really a Timon and Pumbaa situation. Mm-hmm. You know how uh, Timon always takes Pumbaa's ideas? Right, yeah. exactly. It's just like that. It's just like the Lion King, guys. Yeah, they figured out that it's the Miss United States pageant is the target. Oh, yes. And so Sandy's suggesting, like, you got to go talk to the TV people. You got to go mm-hmm. talk to the pageant coordinators. The It's in San Antonio, Texas. You got to talk to the local uh, police officers there. And the FBI outlet there. Yes, get everyone on the same page mm-hmm. together. And uh, so then they're like, you know, we need to get somebody there. And she's like, well, you need someone on the inside that only, you know, there's a lot of places that only the contestants can go. Yeah. Backstage I think she calls like them that. bimbos at this point. I think she called, I thought she called them bikini stuffers. Oh, or was that, it bikini bimbos? I, I don't know. She refers to them in a derogatory manner. <laughs> she does. Because Sandy, let's just also take a moment to point out, Sandy 
is like a pretty tough, gritty, no nonsense kind of gal. Mm-hmm. She doesn't some, brush her hair. She does not brush her hair. Um, it's she's just she's just all natural. Let's just go with that. She's not like yeah. a pampered princessy kind of girl. She's mm-hmm. hardcore gonna kick your butt. Yeah, type of girl. Like you see her kickboxing in an upcoming scene. She's gonna be um, fighting with Eric as well. Or Benjamin Brad. What are we calling him? I think I'm going to call him Eric. Ben? I don't Eric? know. We'll, we'll go back and forth. Okay. So then they decide that they need someone undercover. They need to have a contestant mm-hmm. in there. And so they start, like, looking through, you know, cute female agents under the age of 35 that could pass for beauty contestants. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole funny scene about putting them in swimsuits, which the technology there, I'm sorry. If you have a picture of someone in a suit... You can't just automatically get their yeah. clothes off and have a no. swimsuit on. That's not how Photoshop That's works, not, guys. They don't work like that. But I liked how everything changed except their shoes. Like, their yeah. shoes were still on. And socks, too, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was funny. Um, but anyway, so then they kind of settle on Sandy. Like, Sandy's like, absolutely not. you crazy. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, I mm-hmm. do not. I'm not one of those girls. But they kind of... Um, Kind of force her, convince her that, no, you got to do this. Like, it'll yeah. just get you back in the field. You want to do your paperwork. Like, mm-hmm. this is what we're going to do. So then they go and meet with the pageant people. Miss Kathy Morningside, played by Candace yep. Bergen. And, and Stan Fields, played by William Shatner. Who's so funny. I love him in this. Mm-hmm. He's just, like, the sweet, goofy guy. Yeah. And uh, and uh, so they tell her that we, they want to put Miss Hart. Gracie is, is Sandra's character in this movie. Uh, in the mm-hmm. pageant, and they're like, oh, well, you are going to need lots of help. So yes. they give them the name of a pageant uh, consultant, I guess? Yeah, I think that was his title. Yeah, Vic. And mm-hmm. uh, who is Michael Kane? Eric and Sandy go to a restaurant, and they're going to do a lunch and meet Vic. And um, Eric kind of skips out. He's kind of weirded out by Vic. Because Vic is, like, hitting on him. <laughs> yeah, Vic's hitting on him, so he just darts out there. I'll get you... He, like, ends it with, I'll get you a cap. Do you like the FBI cap? caps? Special <laughs> FBI hat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they sit down, and Vic just, like, stares and, like, watches Sandy eat. Because she's just... awkward. Oh, uh, she's, like, she's chewing with of, her mouth open and just, like, guzzling out. And she's got, like, she's a rare disgusting. steak. Yeah. She's it's, kind of disgusting. Yeah. I think there's lots of ketchup in there, too, and it's just... Yeah. So he's basically like, this is terrible. Like, there's no way I can pull this off. And yeah. then, like, as they go, um, I don't know how he agrees to it. How does that happen? Because <laughs> I think they said that they were going to, I think Eric says that they'll pay him. I mean, like, good. good? You know what okay. I mean? He's the best. Yeah. Uh, Vic is the best. And so Vic tells a little story about how, uh, you know, at 11 out of the 12 years he coached girls, they all won the crown. The mm-hmm. only one that the time they didn't win was because the winner was a deaf mute. He's like, you can't beat that. Yeah. And then he's like, but then one year this girl froze on stage and then she blamed me and said I was crazy and pushed her to an inch of her life. And so after that, no one wanted him. And so that's why he's still available. Um, yeah. To coach, no one else has any, everyone else, who everyone else worth having always has a contestant. Yep. Uh, I couldn't remember if that was in that meal or not, but it yes, is. It is. Totally okay. <laughs> and so they uh, they get to work straight away. Like he's he already like right when he first meets her, like he she, he asked her if she's hungry, and she's like yeah. He's like no, it's never yeah, it's yes. And mm-hmm. then uh, teaches her how to glide, which is a very funny scene. Walking yes. on the sidewalks, trying having to get her to try to walk correctly. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Um, and also they don't have any time. Like they literally have like two days. 
Yeah. And so then they... Um, I think it's just a day before the pageant, really. So mm-hmm. they get in a plane and they go... I forget where they are, but they go down to Texas. Yeah, San Antonio. And there's... San Antonio. And there's this, like, big... Is it an airport hangar? Like, it's yeah, just a... I'm gonna go if it's an airport hangar. And it's been set up as, like, a spa Full for... Full beauticians. Yep. So there's, like, uh, a dentist, someone doing hair. Um, there's waxing happening, like, nails. I already said yeah. the dentist. So everything is happening to Sandy during they this time. They gotta make looking good. Mm-hmm. And even on the plane ride there, I think this is really funny. They're, oh, like, yeah, watching so old pageant tapes, like, mm-hmm. Vic and Sandy. And Vic is, like, pointing out, like, this is what you should do. This is how sh- you should react. Like, do things like this. Like, oh, this was great. And then Sandy's just, like, just overacting it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the acceptance of the crying like, yeah. and mm-hmm. the, it is, the it's like, funny. shocked look. Oh, yeah. it's really good. It is good. Um, so she gets all beautified, ready to go. And, of course, when she walks out of the hangar and they're playing mm-hmm. the music. and Mustang Sally. Yeah, Eric's Eric's jaw drops, and he's like, "Whoa, is that you or whatever?" And then of course she falls, and yep. And, uh, so then they go over to the uh, beauty pageant scholarship program, yep. and uh, they get on the bus, and she meets Miss Rhode Island, mm-hmm. who uh, is just like a sweet. I think I feel like you're probably typical beauty contestant. I would say the I would say no. I think she's too nice. I feel like. No, in I think my she's mind, a... Texas is more the stereotypical kind of catty, right? Like appears nice, but oh. kind of backstabby. I, see, I would feel like Miss Rhode Island just because she's a little ditzy and this is not very smart. You know what I mean? I feel like that's when you the image of beauty queens. I feel like that's what they're just like mm. ditzy blonde girls who can't. You know, that would be my first thought of what a. And I think that's what Sandra thinks too. Is that oh totally bimbo? Oh basically. yeah, going in, we should probably mention that Sandy has a terrible opinion of beauty pageants. Slash scholarship well, it's just, programs. It's just the opposite of what she is. And doesn't, right. res- doesn't respect it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get on the bus and they meet and she meets and uh, have a, you know, a little little friendship starts, maybe. And Because yeah. uh, later that night, then Miss Rhode Island shows up with some uh, low-fat hot cocoa or mm-hmm. no-fat, whatever it is. And, um, and they have a little chat. Uh, and and Mr. Yeah. Dye's like, oh, you're going to win. You're so smart and clever and funny. And Sandra's like, oh, no, because it has been fixed. Sandra is yep. guaranteed the top five because mm-hmm. um, they fixed it with the judges just so that she can be behind stage the whole time, which I think is funny because she is behind stage. The whole, like all those other contestants that didn't make it are still like all behind stage because they drink her glasses. That's and true. Stuff like that, so. Don't don't hmm. worry about that though, guys. Just watch the movie. Don't think about yep. stuff. So then, uh, Sandy's like crawling into bed. She's gonna sleep for the first time in a couple days. But no, there's a knock on the window. Um, Eric is there, and there's more training with Vic. So I think, was it just walking? And it's I the think they scene were practicing walking down the stairs. Yes, and, and he's like, "There's a gap between your knees and your ankles," because she's just kind of duck waddling. <clears throat> and so we find out why is because she's like, "Okay, hold on," and she like proceeds to unwrap like ton of guns and yep. handcuffs and strap like everything from under her legs mm-hmm. and then gives it to him so that was impending her walk impeding her walk yes uh and then it's also when we find out that she has no talent she doesn't have a talent to perform the next mm-hmm. day and uh and um vic didn't we- realize it was his job to do it yeah so 
So then they figure out that she'll just play the she'll play the water glasses. Mm-hmm. I don't even. Discovered. It doesn't seem like she no. tells them. She's like, I can do something. I've been doing it since high school. Oh yeah. Um. So then, because then the uh, the next day it's the prelims. So let's talk about. And this is when we see everyone's talent. Let's talk about some of the talents that are performed during the yes. TV show. Okay. So we have Rhode Island, and she does baton twirling, which Sandy had kind of like put her foot in her mouth about the night before. She yeah, yeah, don't worry. It's not something stupid like baton for like, Yeah. <laughs> um, which I feel like they probably don't do stuff like that anymore. I don't know. No, the last time I haven't watched a pageant for a while. But there was one where she's dancing around. Like, okay, dancing around playing the flute? Kind of impressive. No, I don't know. I think it's I cool. feel like I feel like you either have to be, like, ballroom dancing or singing yeah. or playing the piano or something like that. Like, I feel like mm. those are the, the one girl who didn't like an opera. Yeah, okay, that one I good. can totally get. Not even Sandy's. That's not a real tale. No. <laughs> but the one with the balloon animals was like the least <gasps> She wasn't even was balloon animals. Was, it was just like the, they were tied in two circles. Oh, were they just hats? Yeah, they were just like balloon hats. I don't even know. It just like, it looked like a mix between balloons and like magic where they were like, oh, they're tied together. <laughs> oh, God, it was bad. Um, so, what would yeah. You, what would your talent be? In this... Show? Yeah. Probably. I couldn't, I don't even know. Here, I'll crochet this blanket really fast. Mm, there you go. I, I would have no discernible talent. Because the one guy, uh, Michael Caine, is like listing off things that she could maybe do. And she's like, I had one girl rearrange furniture. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you could I rearrange do furniture. Anything. You could cook. Here, let me bake you some cupcakes. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah I I couldn't do anything. I would I would lose immediately. I would be balloon. I would be the balloon animal girl. Yeah, which is sad. Watch me edit this podcast. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Here, I'll write you a funny thing. Yeah. Uh, so this is the prelims, and so Sandy gets on stage, and she's like in this like later Hosen German type. I think later they say Bavarian. Bavarian, Bavarian. There you go. Type. So she's just in an interesting outfit. Yeah. <laughs> and playing the water glasses. Mm-hmm. And people are kind of laughing, and it's kind of silly, but, you know, she's kind of doing it, and she's, like, ringing bells. Yep. And while she's doing this, she sees someone uh, with a gun yep. and, uh, on, on his hip, and he's, like, kind of, like, searching around, and he's, like, mm-hmm. walking And he's moving, yeah. Yeah, and so she, she's got, like, a camera, and she's got a microphone, so she's talking to Eric and the team, and she's, like, mm-hmm. gotta shoot her, gotta shoot her, he's moving towards the stage, like, you gotta get this guy, he's wearing a hat. Yeah. And like, everyone's wearing, wearing hats, hats yeah. yeah. And so he's coming up close, and he goes to what appears to be rich for the gun. And so Sandy proceeds to leap uh, off, off the, the stage. stage ending her song him. early. And tackle him. Mm-hmm. But he was just apparently going to light a cigarette. <laughs> well, haven't you seen those lighters that are the shape of a gun? No. I don't. I mean, I think he, he did have a gun, though. Because then later, oh. Kathy Oh, yes. Goes, I love that line. <laughs> this is Texas. Everybody has a gun. My florist has a gun. <laughs> and then Stan's like, I don't have a gun. <laughs> oh, Stan. <laughs> she got kind of a little national attention. Like, she got on yeah. TV and they got interviewed. Her she stuff. kind of covers it saying that she's against tobacco use. Yeah. I feel like a better aspect would have been, like, uh, something about gun control. But maybe not. Right. Because that's like that's still way. hotly contested today. Yes, it is. So, so because of this the drawing attention, then this causes her mm-hmm. boss to come down because clearly, like they might not have it under control. 
So he's going to come down and kind of mm, throw his weight around and kind of control them a little bit more. Yep. Um, so the pressure the pressure is basically on for poor Eric. So cut to the next day is swimsuit. And then the next portion of the night is interview. And it sounds like she does pretty well there. Well, because they ask her because they have cut to all the girls saying, you know, what's, the most, oh, yes, what's our, what, what does our society need today? And all the girls are going, oh, world peace. Oh, that's easy. World peace. And mm-hmm. then Sandra gets up there and she goes... Harsher viol- or harsher penalties for parole violators, Stan. And like silence. And, and then like, like five beats and or so. World peace. And then applause. <laughs> and then this is when Miss Rhode Island um, gets her yes. interview portion. <laughs> and Stan asks her what's her idea of a perfect date. And she kind of pa- she she pauses for a She's little like, bit. Oh, that's a tough one, Stan. Yeah. And then April 25th. It's not too hot, not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. Oh, that poor girl. So this is when, uh, so Sandy's off stage and um, poor Miss Rhode Island. Um, and then Eric comes up to her and is like, oh, we got a lead. He's like, mm-hmm. Cheryl, who is Miss Rhode Island, um, was involved in a lot of violent protests for like animal rights activists yeah. that were involved in some bombings. Like she wasn't, but she was part of the group. It's not mm-hmm. like she was ever convicted of doing anything, but there's there's signs, there's pictures of her protesting, basically. So you need to go and talk to her, basically, and see if she could be involved or has a grudge or what's going on there. Yep. So basically, like, you need to go do some girl talk. <laughs> <laughs> so Sandy's version of girl talk is she goes and picks up um, pizza and beer and yep. takes it to, like, the little pool room where all the mm-hmm. girls are, like, working out and stuff and tries to get him to eat and uh it's really funny when they start you know one girl takes a bite and then they're yep. like oh give me some pizza mm-hmm. they like lose their minds and then end up at Hilarious. a club drinking and dancing and stuff mm-hmm. okay so that club like i've always wanted to do because they do this thing where they have um paint yeah. that shows up in black light so it's like neon paint and yeah. then you drum in these like uh kind of jamaican style drum with like the hole in them and you're just beating them, and then the paint gets like all over you, and then it looks super <laughs> awesome. I've always wanted to do it. Just so if anyone knows fun. of a place where they do the black light drum thing, which is obviously its official name, yeah. let us know. Tweet us. Because <laughs> Mary wants to go do that. I want to I go there. do that. We will plan our vacation around the black light drum thing. Um, and so, um, so everyone's partying, dancing. Sandy and Cheryl are kind of having a little, a little moment, heart to heart. Yeah. And she asks me, like, oh, so have you ever done anything illegal? No, and she then, does it even better. Because I think, oh, this is this pizza is oh, yeah. so good. It should be illegal. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of illegal, have you ever great, done Great it? segue, girl talk. <laughs> and so, and then she was like, yes, I stole a pair of red underwear mm-hmm. one time from the department store. My mother wouldn't buy them for me. She said they were Satan's panties. Ugh. Which is just ridiculous. And then, and then she also tells... Sandy that one time like she was basically attacked by one of her professors but never told anybody or did anything about it Mm -hmm. and then so Sandra's like oh my gosh there's so many moves I can teach you to like defend yourself and so she gets up to do it and then Cheryl passes out basically Mm -hmm. and they go into the bathroom to like wake her up a little bit and all the other girls are in there and then they kind of just kind of start gossiping and then talking about um the patching Morningside Mm -hmm. is is getting fired as well it's already come out that Stan's getting fired and uh, she's getting fired, and then they're talking about, like, her violent past and mm-hmm. how she threw a chair oh. through the window. And when she, her year, when she won Miss America, she was actually runner-up, but Miss America got Miss food. Miss United po- States. Sorry. 
Yeah. Her year when she won the pageant, um, she was actually runner-up, and Miss United States had gotten food poisoning. Very suspicious. How bizarro is that? <laughs> so bizarro. So bizarro. <laughs> so now Sandra's thinking, like, oh. And they did have, earlier in the show, they um, they found that the DNA has been licked by a woman. Yeah. And so she's kind of connecting the dots. And so. Kathy had threatened her after the, um, at the, the talent show mm-hmm. and her jumping on the guy. Mm-hmm. She, like, I think she, yeah. She it said, was I would kill you if you yeah. get in my way. Mm-hmm. I would say that that would be a threat total threat so then sandra runs back to the hotel mm-hmm. and it busts in the room basically to tell eric like what she just learned but boss, the boss is there boss is there they've caught the citizen the real citizen mm-hmm. um you know in a cabin someplace yeah. and but sam's like no like this must be a copycat like this is still like a legitimate threat like mm-hmm. she tells him the whole thing she's like kathy morningside is violent da 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 and they're like I don't care. Like, then he asks Eric, he's like, is there any reason to suspect Miss Morningside? And Eric's like, no, there's not. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're packing up, we're leaving. And Sandy's like, I disagree, I would like to stay behind with small contingent of agents. And they're like, denied. Well, then I would like to stay by myself. So, and uh, everyone just kind of abandons her and she has to turn mm-hmm. in her badge and her gun and she's there as a private citizen. Nope. And, uh, and her and Eric had kind of been like getting a little closer and having a few moments throughout yeah. the whole thing and so she just is very upset with him obviously that he's not backing her up but so they're all they're all leaving and uh and then literally the next scene we see kathy and her son frank have are like are doing it like they're they're the ones and they Mm -hmm. basically spill the whole secret that they're or you know that they're plotting to blow up um the, the winner of the pageant yeah uh so it's finale night it's the last night of the pageant we're gonna see who gets crowned and we think Sandy's just out on her own. There's no FBI. Vic is also gone. Uh, and uh, gets through the first dance number. She gets through the first dance number, and she's getting ready for her to go on for her talent. And we look over, and who's there but Eric and Vic? Mm-hmm. Uh, because Vic has told Eric that Frank is Kathy Morningside's son, who we just kind of thought he's always kind of this creepy guy, like hitting on the girls throughout yeah. the whole movie. And um, he had been going under, like, a different name. And so Mm -hmm. he had hidden, like, all of this criminal activity that he had been charged with. Um, And so basically we're like, okay, it's him. It is them. We got to go find them. And um, But then it's time for Sandy's talent. So she has to go out there. And she's going to go play the water glasses. But the girls got thirsty (laughs) and drank it. And um, so then she decides she's going to do self-defense. So her and Eric get out there. And yeah. do some self-defense move, which is just a funny scene. Mm-hmm. Then it's then, time for the crowning, right? Crowning, yes. And so they go to get out on stage, and uh, but oh, she sees she sees the the current Miss uh, United States yep. is missing the crown, and they're like, oh, where's the crown? And she's like, oh, Frank just went to go get it polished. And at that moment, Sandy knows she's like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, that's what it is. It's in the crown. And so she's trying to tell Vic. She's like, it's in the crown when they're, like, pushing her on stage. It's yeah. Like, it's in the crown. It's in the crown. And he's like, yes, wear the crown. You are the crown. Be the crown. Like, he just mm-hmm. doesn't get it. Like, he's like, oh. You, she you finally wants win. to be in this pageant. Yeah. But no. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it. And Eric is, like, off looking for, for Frank and mm-hmm. stuff and, and sees him up there. And, and so while Eric and Frank are kind of having a little mini fight battle. Yes. Like, it's getting down. And it's between Sandy and Miss Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. 
And then, um, and then it's Miss Rhode Island has announced the winner, and Sandy's trying to tell her, "Don't put on the crown, like yep. don't wear it, don't wear it." But she can't hear it. There's loud clapping. She's like, what? <laughs> I know. Stan is singing the song. Yes. And so Sandy, though, is, you know, she wants oh. to protect her friend, yep. and so she's like fighting mm-hmm. to get to her. Uh, which is, this is the part where I can't really watch. Yeah. So the bodyguard comes and, like, hugs her from behind. Um, and he holds it. He restrains her for, like, a minute. But then Sandy yeah. gets out of it. And then she, mm-hmm. like, shoves someone. Like, upper right cuts someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she gets to Cheryl. Um, gets the crown. Uh, but then Cheryl is just, like, standing there bawling. Like, oh, a man. toddler. She's, like, it's hilarious. beating her with her bouquet yes. of roses. And Texas is in there, too. And... Sandy breaks her nose as well. And, I can't watch that part. It's too much. And then um, uh, what Frank and Eric have been fighting and, like, the mm-hmm. button that activates Detonator. the bomb has um, fallen out of their reach. And then Kathy goes and grabs it. Uh, Eric sees this and he yells, like, Sandy, throw the crown. She would not have heard him say her name. No. Sorry. But anyways. And so, so she yeah. tosses the crown. And it's very CGI in like a non-CGI <laughs> movie. This crown throwing. Yeah. And then um, the set piece where um, Frank and Eric had been fighting was the Statue of Liberty. Uh, and it like blows off the left part of her face in her yeah. Uh, crown. Yeah. And then Cheryl faints. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So then they arrest Kathy and they arrest Frank. And... Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then Sandy and Eric kiss. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And that's that's pretty much it. And then the next mm-hmm. morning, they um they're about they, to leave. Yeah. And, and Vic, Vic comes running out of yeah. the building and saying, "You've got to come. There's been a bomb threat or something like that." Yeah. I forget what he actually says. He says something ridiculous. Yeah. So they run back in, and it's Miss Rhode Island up at this podium, and she's announcing that Gracie. Or Sandy has won Miss Congeniality, Yay. and she like reluctantly goes and accepts it, and then she says like, um, one of my favorite lines. I don't know why it's my favorite line, but just to like, I'm very honored, and moved, and truly touched, and I really do want world peace. Yeah, yeah, because she says you know she's like I you know this is not something that I ever wanted to be, but mm-hmm. I now, you know, basically is like, oh, I appreciate you girls and I love you and thank you so much for opening my eyes, basically. Yeah. And, uh, and that's how it ends. Mm-hmm. Yay. So, funny. There's a, there's a ton of funny, goofy parts. There's so here. many, like, one-liners coming out of this, I, too. I, one of my favorite little bits is when Vic and Eric are rushing back into the pageant and, like, to get into the front door, Eric flips his uh, FBI badge, yeah. and they rush it. And then uh, Michael Caine comes behind him and opens, and it's a little eyeshadow compact. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm with him and stuff. So, <laughs> stuff like that. Just goofy stuff. It's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we want to do a little brief fashion moment? Sandy goes from, like, she wears, like, the white shirt, black um, suit, business pantsuit with um very masculine shoes to supermodel basically in one day thanks to vic Mm -hmm. yeah lots of great gorgeous evening gowns Mm -hmm. and she has Um, that um like the one scene that you always see is when she's like walking out of the hangar like oh yeah with her tiny little dress the tube dress is that how you'd call it that's what it looks like it It has some straps it had a strap but it was very tight very tight but she puts a jacket on over it oh good she gets to the pageant yes Mm mm-hmm 
Yeah. Um, uh, Benjamin Bratt wore a lot of, like, linen suits. I, like, I feel like he was wearing, like, white linen pants a lot. Don't you yeah. think? Yeah. Well, it's Texas. Yeah, it's hot. I know. I'm just yeah. Saying. And Vic was always in a suit. Or at least, I think, no, it was always a suit, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And Frank was always, like, Kathy always had to say, tuck in your shirt. Tuck in your shirt. Tuck that was shirt. their yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Which was funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's do... Oh, we didn't talk about talent fashion. We talked a little bit about Sandy's outfit, but I wanted to say that Mr. Dylan's outfit was kind of like sexy band leader. <laughs> yes. With her flaming batons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which Sandy gives her, which is yeah. sweet. Yeah. Which what do does... you think, if you had never practiced with flaming batons... You wouldn't want to do it. Could you do it? No. I think you I mean, I mean maybe it's no... Maybe it's just it's just a mental thing. Maybe. Okay, so Mary, what do you want to give this movie? What's your rating? I'm giving it four pints of Ben and Jerry's cookie dough ice cream. Okay. Yeah, just because it's got, like, great soundtrack. Um, I think the acting's pretty good. The story's interesting. Like, um, romantic comedy-wise, like, I heard someone describe romantic comedies as, like, the girl is always more flawed than the guy. And you kind of see that in this one. Because, like, Gracie okay. has a lot of the flaws. Mm-hmm. Um, but Eric has some, too, in that he, like, doesn't really stick up for Sandy at that when he should, could have. So, I don't know. It doesn't have that classic romantic comedy trope. So, um, I don't know where I'm going with that, but I just like this movie. I'm giving it four. Great one-liners and great soundtrack. And Stan Fields. Oh, one thing I want to note is that I really think that I learned to sing talk based on Stan Fields and like she stands for all that's good like when he just yeah. sing talks the Miss United States song she's even Miss while United everything States. is like everyone is yes. fighting well, and everything is melting around him blowing up he's still singing consummate professional yes Stan Fields everyone so I think I'm gonna do I'm just gonna do three and a half I think is what I'm gonna go Whoa. with and the fact um, that it's I so do, different, but <laughs> I know it's like a half a point off. Just cool your jets, lady. <laughs> I mean, I do really like it. I don't watch it all the time, though. It is, it, but it is funny. Yeah, um, yeah great one-liners, great silly, silly goofiness. I can't mm-hmm. super watch the end. I can't quite handle that. I think it's hilarious <laughs> when, she's, when she's like fighting and Miss Rhode Island is crying. I'm like, I can't watch this. This is too much. Um. But it is, it's just a cute, silly movie. So yeah. if you haven't seen it, totally go watch it, I'd yeah. say. Or just oh, but I'm wait. Giving, I'm giving it three and a half oh. flaming batons. Oh, good one. Right? Yeah, that's what I wanted. So, okay, so now that you've heard from us, we're mm-hmm. going gonna to let you hear from what other people had to say about this movie. It's Amazon review time. Ba-ba-ba. And Mary, you had the higher score, so you get to read the five-star review. All right, here good we go, you. friends. A joy beginning to end by a customer on May 13, 2001. This film is simply about brilliant humor and the joy of performance. Sandra Bullock's performance is one of the finest comic performances in a generation or two. She deserved, at the very least, an Oscar <laughs> nomination. Her timing is impeccable, and her willingness to uglify herself goes Time far. Out right there. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say, I'm sorry. Even when she was grungy, she was not ugly. No. She just, like, didn't have any makeup on, and her hair was frizzy. Like, that was it. And not nice clothes on. Like, I'm sorry. Right. So, I... No, 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 no. It's not like she went Charlie's throne in Monster here. No. Like, she just didn't comb her hair. Yeah. So, please, 
beauty standards, people. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Continue. Okay, I'll start back with her timing is impeccable, and her willingness to uglify herself goes far beyond the level of what most actresses would do. Also, her accent and her gestures are absolutely authentic Jersey City. Miss Congeniality is, in my opinion, one of the great comedies of the decade, up there with the Austin Powers films. <laughs> I've seen it five times, three times in the theater, twice at home. I could see it again at the drop of a hat. I hope that the producer, Sandra Bullock, continues to make such marvelous films. Like Clint Eastwood, she may have to wait years for the critics to catch up, but they will. She is that great. That's kind of spooky that like, kind of predicted the Oscar thing later happening. Because, yeah. you know, she gets up there, she's like, did I w- win this or did I just wear y'all down? Yeah. Yeah, very true. Interesting. Very true. Like nine years later or mm-hmm. ten years later. She got there. Okay, so here's your one-star review entitled, I'm So Tired of Unfunny Movies Like This One by Mood Indigo on January 12th, 2012. What a waste of otherwise highly talented people. This movie is an embarrassment from beginning to end. The premise is good, and with something other than slovenly writers, it could have been great fun. But the lazy bums decided they'd give thinking a pass. Or perhaps they handed off the work to a couple of equally dumb preteens who find pig-snorting Sandra Bullock stuffing donuts in her bra hilarious. Even if you're able to watch this for free, my advice to you is don't bother. My goodness. I want to know when... um. Mood Indigo, if you're out there, if you're listening, when did you watch this? Like, did you watch it when it came out and you just held these opinions for that long? Or did you watch it, like, January 11th and you wanted to let other Amazon shoppers know? I would say they probably watched it similar to that date. Okay. I would think. I don't know. I, don't, I guess I don't really troll on Amazon. Like, I hated this movie. I'm going to write about it. For no. Six years later. I, like, I don't. Do any of that. don't. I'm a. I'm not a reviewer. I don't leave reviews. Unless you want to leave a review of this podcast on iTunes and give us five stars, then you totally should do it. If you have nice or give us advice us. too. We'll take that. Advice on life. No podcasting. Or how to make it better? How to make podcasts better? How to podcast oh, okay. more tell, better? Tell me how to podcast. I don't know how. The borscht. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, everybody. We so appreciate it. Mm-hmm. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at allmymoviespodcast at gmail.com. You could tweet us at allmymoviesshow. Yes. Uh, also, we are on Facebook. You can give us mm-hmm. a like over there, All My Movies Podcast. And if you like us, maybe we'll say your name. That'd be cool, right? Who doesn't want their name said on a podcast? Everybody like, wants them. strangers. <laughs> And um, where else are we available? You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. That's right. And, and some of our older episodes are out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can look us up there. So we will leave you with these final thoughts straight from the movie poster. Take it away, Mayor. Unpolished. Unkempt. Unleashed. Undercover. <laughs> I just think unleashed. I feel like um, that's like the... Tra- the tagline for Tracy Jordan's movie poster where he's a <laughs> she's I think it's she's off the leash oh okay. I can't say the name of the poster because we're we're a non-explicit show thank you for listening to the all my movies podcast remember to review subscribe and follow Aaron and Mary on Twitter at all my movies show <laughs>